Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a hypnotherapist, life coach, yoga instructor, and mom. I teach women how to master their minds and take control of their energy to create peak health, fulfilling relationships, and become on purpose in their career and life. I'm so happy you're here. Hello there, welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. Hope you're doing amazing today. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast. So my apologies for getting this episode out to you guys so late. I was supposed to have this out for you, of course, on Monday. I was sick last week. I had a really, really intense headache for a couple days and kind of went into an earache. And then I just didn't have this episode recorded for you guys. So my apologies. But anyways, this week I want to talk with you guys about moral discipline. So these are the five yamas of Patanjali's eight limbs of yoga. Okay, and I think that I've done a podcast episode on the eight limbs of yoga, but just more general. And I think I talked about all of the eight limbs. So the yamas, those are that's the first limb, but there's five yamas and there's five niyamas and i want to talk about each of these for you guys because this is how you can take your yoga practice off the mat and live in a more intentional um deliberate disciplined way and when you really think about you know the yamas it's moral discipline so it definitely helps you uh, bring more discipline into your life And I know that that sounds like kind of some people cringe maybe at the word discipline. Um, As I've told you guys before, like I love discipline because I know that discipline is what gets you what you want. And so I, I don't ever see discipline as a negative. I don't think about it in that way because I know that when you can be kind of like head down disciplined in what you want and that involves having removing the instant gratification i guess we could say then you're going to find that you you will be on the path to creating what it is that you want so the first one is ahimsa so these are the five yamas okay so the first one is ahimsa this is all in sanskrit so ahimsa means non-violence if you were to translate that to english and this is the yama that really had me thinking about my food choices when I was 17 uh, doing my teacher training. I really was able to see how what, we, how, how what we do and what we think and what we say, but specifically, you know, with the food choices that we have, how that impacts other beings And so I decided to go vegetarian and have been since um, I was 17 years old. I'm now 32 and also raising my three daughters this way. So I'm not suggesting that you need to do this for yourself. I do believe in bio-individuality and I do think that for some people, maybe it doesn't feel good in your body, right? All I can know is how it feels for me and how it feels when I'm practicing ahimsa 
through my food choices for myself. But it made sense for me and it's still continued to make sense for me. I do think that it's important to like readjust your choices or to just revisit them and see if they need to be readjusted. And for me, this has been something that I have been really proud of myself and also really found that I, once I dialed it in and became less of that junk food vegetarian that I've talked about, that I really do thrive and feel really good eating a plant-based diet. It's not about having, it's not about the vegetarian diet and not consuming any meat and having, you know, processed food. For me, it's about really being close to as natural and as whole food as possible. And I mean, I'm literally saying that with um, a fresh batch of cinnamon buns in front of me. I'm recording um, my podcast today on my island. I was doing some baking this morning. And so, I mean, I'm saying this with just true, uh, full transparency that like, of course we are not 100% whole food all of the time, right? And I think that it's just important for you as you bring awareness to this um, principle, it comes back to uh, being intentional and really deliberate with what you choose to do, right? Because a lot of times we aren't actually conscious of our choices. We're just doing things because we've been raised that way and we've always done it and we don't really question it and so when you don't question it that's what leads to an unintentional and an unfulfilled life for you to live a fulfilled life as i've been really talking about this a lot on the podcast and on instagram for you to live a fulfilled life you you must be bringing intention to what you're doing what you're thinking what you're saying and for you to bring intention to it, you have to have awareness. So it really starts at the ground level of just noticing what you're eating or noticing what you're thinking and what you're speaking, right? Because nonviolence is also, it's also a part of what you're thinking and what you're speaking as well. Because you can say things in a sarcastic tone and the energy behind it is is uh, mean or violent or you know, it doesn't have to be violent in the sense of like how maybe your mind initially thinks of that word, but it's, it's harmful, right? So sometimes, you know, people are sarcastic and it's a, they're trying to be funny and, you know, whatever we can, we don't have to take offense to it. But if you're the one that's being sarcastic a lot of time, like why can't you, um, just speak the truth, right? So it's just about bringing awareness to to yourself and the things that you're thinking and saying and doing and then from there kind of questioning it and and deciding if it's working for you, if it's getting you the way the results that you want and if not what else can you do? So ahimsa, non-harming, non-violence and that's in what you think, what you say and what you're doing. So a lot of times we can think, well, yeah, like I'm not out there punching anyone or I'm not, you know, saying um, harmful things to people. 
but how can you kind of distill that and get it even a little bit finer like are you thinking things is there judgment you know we all judge and it's not about i don't know that you'll ever get to a point where you're not judging but can you recognize your judgment really quickly and then change it and stop yourself from going down that path right can you stop the gossiping can you can you um not participate in that because that is harming someone right harming someone's reputation harming someone's whatever and all of this has to do with ahimsa and the first yama um, or moral discipline of yoga and taking it off your mat the second one is satya which is truthfulness so i love this one i love all of them um but you you probably know that i I have talked a lot about the book, The Four Agreements, and the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. So I think about this as it relates to that. And it's funny how I've really um, expanded my repertoire of of teachings and philosophies and, and different things like that. And you know that I love the four agreements. You know that I love Wayne Dyer. You know that I love yoga. And you know, like all these things that I love and talk about on the podcast and how they all really fit together. And so many of them are saying the same things at different times. So, you know, Patanjali, however many years ago, was talking about this. And now then there's a book on the four agreements that's more relevant to our time that's talking about it again so these teachings are timeless and they and these these people that are sharing this these truths with us um they're on to something obviously right because they all kind of can fit with each other so anyways satya truthfulness being impeccable with your word saying what you mean mean what you say Um, again, talking about judgment with ahimsa, that also falls into place here, right? Can you just speak the truth and be mindful of any judgment that's in it or any, um, anything that's not the truth? I talk about this a lot when it comes to managing our minds. It's just crazy how we just instantly assume that our thoughts are truth. And when we think something and we tell somebody something, we think that what we're saying is truth, but so much of it, like 99% of it is just our opinion, right? And we're interpreting people's body languages and gestures and tones and text messages and emails and all of it is like just up for interpretation really. So when we think about Satya, truthfulness, it's just really getting to the cold hard facts that's what I like to think about it when we're when I'm doing coaching with someone it's like what's what are the cold hard facts and not your opinion not your judge not your judgments not your random thoughts about it not the past what has happened in the past um, what you think could happen in the future just what are the cold hard facts And so when it also comes to truthfulness, I think about being grounded in your truth as well and speaking your truth and living your truth. And when I'm saying truth here, I'm kind of thinking of purpose and and what you kind of came here to 
be about. And doing that with your heart, leading yourself with your heart. And this requires you to also be rooted in self-worth because I know for a lot of women hearing that, they're probably thinking to themselves, who am I to um, do that? Like, I'm no leader, or I'm no authority on that. And so it does require uh, a level of self-worth and self-belief for you to be rooted in your truth or, you know, we could say rooted in your purpose for here on earth. But that is what leads to a fulfilled life, which is what the whole point of everything that I share comes down to is to just be in alignment and be authentically you and that we all have a reason for being here and we all have something important to share and to be of service to others in our own way and I think that can also be part of satya and truthfulness when we think about the the yamas so the third one is asteya which is non-stealing and I mean this one people probably hear it and they probably think well like yeah I'm not going into a grocery store and just throwing you know something into my purse and walking out right of course not but you can distill this one down to finer and finer quality and thinking about am I stealing someone's time am I you know taking someone's energy um, away from what they need it for right uh, like, okay, I'll explain that, what I mean by that more. I think about this when it comes to, cause I used to do this where I would maybe ask somebody for help when I could have just done it myself. So that's kind of how I think about non-stealing is like, if you can do it, then do it. And it's no problem to ask for help. Of course, of course, of course. But then also at the same time, like, know that you can also do what needs to be done as well, right? Um, so thinking about that and, and then, you know, there's always people that when there's like a conversation, for example, there's people that maybe spend more time talking and people that spend more time listening or whatever. There's people that spend more time telling and people that are, you know, not talking as much. So that is also part of, Esteya is being mindful of that and when you practice this it comes down to more subtle forms and like I always say everything is really just about the energy in which something is done and not that anybody ever goes about their day with the intention of stealing someone's time or stealing people's energy but when we're not aware of ourselves 100% we do it right so be mindful of that as well um, and see how that relates to your own life. And then number four, brahmacharya. So this one's like typically described or um, translated as celibacy, but you can think about it as right use of energy. So what that means is your, your life force energy, which can be, I mean, your breath. So your words, right? Because you're, you're breathing, like you're speaking as well. Um, but then it could also be your 
energy as in your work, your purpose, your, um, the way that you uh, bring value to the world. So that's how I like to think about brahmacharya is being in the right use of your energy. And this one, yeah, is, I mean, just the subtle of it, right? Thinking about how we can say things softer. Maybe we're maybe harsh with somebody or maybe our kids were impatient or a partner. And so can you be in the right energy for that? It takes so much practice and being really aware of just the subtlety of your tone and and just honestly just your energy even if you're not saying anything it's your energy and it's just so crazy how that can be felt um, when you think about when maybe your kids or your partner is trying to talk to you and you're feeling impatient um, this is like the dance of life because on one hand it's like of course you have to tend to yourself which is why I'm all about self-care practices, of course, and having the morning routine and the awareness of yourself and the proper food, the proper sleep and blah, blah, blah. So I think that that can really help. But then there's also the moment to moment times where it's like you're maybe just feeling maybe you're a little bit burnt out. Maybe you're just kind of done with the day and someone's talking to you and it's like, can you can you um, watch your energy in that conversation where you maybe feel like impatient? Are you giving other people the best energy that you can give? That is, that's hard work. And sometimes we feel really entitled to how we feel. But I think these are the, the little things that actually can have the biggest transformation in your life is when you just can refine that and I think about that all the time about how it's just really too bad how we can give um, our families sometimes end up getting the short end of the stick when it comes to us and our patients and stuff like that so how can you um how can you be in the energy that you want to be in more of the time? And I think that when you are on track in your life and you're feeling like you're doing what you came here to do, I think that helps a lot, a lot, a lot with you being in a better energy. But I also think moment to moment, it's up to you and that's your responsibility. So many times we want to like blame that on other people. And it's like, no, whatever's coming up inside of you, that's yours to kind of like deal with or to sort out or to figure out. So your energy, brahmacharya, is the fourth one for the yamas. And then the last one, apragraha, is non-hoarding or non-greed, or we can think about it also as like non-possessiveness. So thinking about this one in kind of like the larger scale, it's like, don't take more than what you need. And um, that can be in possessions or food or time. Again, we could talk about time with this one. Um, but thinking about it more in the subtle ways too, just like I think this one can kind of relate to uh, contentness 
in your life, I think that it's really important. And this is a balance that I'm constantly thinking about and have coached people on as well of like the balance of growing and accomplishing and um, goals and then also the the balance of content with where you are appreciation for what you have and I don't think that there's anything wrong with us having goals and even when it comes to material things like I don't I don't think that there's something wrong with that except for when you're wanting it from a place of wanting to be better than someone or thinking that you will um, that your life problems will be solved when you get the thing right when you get the new car when you have the bigger house that everything will be so much better that's just this false hope a false illusion that we have so um that's what i just want you to know with this one is i don't think like sometimes with yoga people especially yoga teachers there's like this savior type um complex and a lot of times yoga teachers can really um think to themselves that like i just love teaching yoga so like I'm fine doing it for free or I'm fine doing it for this amount or whatever it is. And that's not what aprigraha means. Is It's not about selling yourself short or um, accepting less than what you want. But just in making sure it's all about the subtle energy of just making sure that um, you're not, it's not that you're wanting because you want to prove to someone that you're better because you have more or um, it's not wanting from a place of fake confidence, right? That's what a lot of people do. So when it's coming from just like pure um, non-grasping, like this is the next thing I'm working towards and it's clean and pure, I think fine, no issue. That's 100% fine when it's coming from a place of like, now I need this and my neighbor just got this. So I have to get this now. That's a different story. We're trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? So be aware of that in your life. Cause that's what I think this is talking to this, this moral discipline is talking about. And it's, so it's like being content with with what you have, knowing that life is about growth and life is about um, attaining and reaching new heights and seeing what you're capable of. And that's that's all great when it's coming from a pure place of kind of lightheartedness and um, self-discovery rather than needing to prove your worth or needing the thing to be confident about yourself and, and that's not what it's about so hopefully these made sense to you uh, i think this is a fun way to take the yoga teachings off the mat and into your life like i said at the beginning these are like timeless teachings that really do a lot of people talk about them in different ways and you see them in different um, different books and other other influential people sharing these timeless teachings because they really do make a difference in your life. 
So I will leave you with that. And next week we'll talk about the Niyamas. And I appreciate you listening to this week's episode. And if you have any of your friends and family who are into yoga and personal growth, I would totally appreciate you sharing this episode with them as well. So hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will chat with you next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Align Wellness Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, I would be honored if you would share it with a friend who also loves personal growth and self-mastery and consider leaving a review on iTunes. If you are ready to take this work and apply it to your life, you have to check out the Align membership. Follow the link in the show notes for the most comprehensive personal growth platform that will help you create a life filled with peak health, fulfilling relationships, and become on purpose. I can't wait to see you inside.